All right, everyone, this is Bishop Bowser, and I'm coming to you through our podcast and live on Facebook right here, right now. Uh, this is Slow Motion with Bishop Bowser on our podcast and um, on my Facebook page. We're going live streaming right now, so uh, all, the, all of you that are uh, uh, coming in on the live stream, what I want you to do now is, is uh, tag somebody, start a watch party. Uh, we need to get the word out, you know, about uh, the way uh, the San Diego Police Department is still treating our young black men. Really, everybody but my focus today is on how our young black men are being targeted because they're the ones that's getting the brunt of everything and the way the police treat them. And the very thing that I've been fighting against and been joining a coalition called Coalition for Police Accountability and Transparency, which stands for CPAT. And I've been working with this group for a good while. And one of the things that we're working on right now is what we call PROTECT. And that is PROTECT is preventing over-policing through equitable community treatment. PROTECT. Preventing over-policing through equitable community treatment. And today I have with me uh, DeAndre Cooper, a young black man. I mean, we, we had to get this on today because uh, it was the way he was treated last night by the San Diego Police Department, the Southeastern Division, right? And this is the very thing that we've been talking about, and you're going to hear his story. I'm going to let him speak for himself and, and share his story with you of how he was treated by the San Diego police, but not only him, but his young cousin who's never been in the system, his mom, his son. Man, this is just ridiculous. These police officers do not care. You know, we, we, you know we'll cause things to go trending like, oh, defund the police and, and, and all this other kind of stuff of, of fire all racist cops. But you know what? The whole system is corrupt and racist, right? Mm -hmm. And so my thing is, I call it a damnable system, right? And when you call it a damnable system, system, I would not be cuss, I would not be cussing if I say the whole damn system is racist, right? It is racist to the core. It's not about whether it's a white cop or a Latino cop or Asian cop or a black cop, because some of the black cops, not all, but some, because I know some, but some of the black cops treat our brothers, young brothers, worse than some of the white cops. And I've gotten stories on that. So, you know, it's the system that is racist. And as long as you're trying to attack all these obscure and general things, we're not going to get down to the meat and the core of what we're trying to deal with. So we're going to hear uh, from uh, DeAndre Cooper and what happened to him on just last night, man. I mean, this was just last night. He's still traumatized. He's still angry and upset. And this is why, when you hear his story, this is why black people hate the police and they don't want to deal with it. When they see a police car, they get traumatized. And these police officers, they do not care how we feel and how we are treated. And, and so I, I'm, I'm telling you, you know, this, this is real, and, and this is something that I, our young black men, really uh, all people of color, but black people and, and narrowing it down to young black men, they are treated the worst. Statistics show they are treated the worst. And, and we have a good example because when we talk about ending the pretext stop, this is exactly what happened to him last night, a pretext stop. A lot of people say, well, what is a pretext stop? A pretext stop is when the police stop you on a, on a pretext, right? That, oh, your tail light is out, but the pretext is, is that that's not really why they're stopping you. 
They're stopping you because they want to investigate. So if you make a, a traffic error, they will pull you over, and they're not going to give you a ticket for a taillight out or not stopping at a stop sign. That's not what they're stopping you for. They are stopping you because they want to investigate. They see a black person, and when they see black person, they see uh, a dangerous person. They see a criminal. They see someone that's all that's 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 uh, uh, um, uh, evil and wicked, probably gang member or pimp or whatever. They were drug dealer. All these. That's what they see when they see our young black men. And so when they when they see them, they immediately want to pull you over. They immediately want to investigate. And don't say you're on probation or something like that because then all hell will break loose. And so uh, I'm going to get into the details of Protect and what that's all about. And we're calling to action. I just want to say before I get to DeAndre, I, I tagged in here Councilmember Monica Montgomery because she's most definitely a champion for us in our community and dealing and, and trying to push protect. So I want to know what happened in her district because I know she will hold these police officers accountable. But also, I, I, I tagged in Georgette because she, council member Georgette, because she is the president right now. And with protect, it's time for games out. We need y'all to get this ordinance passed. Quit playing around, play, f f uh, filibustering, and let's get this. I wasn't getting ready to cuss. Filibuster. <laughs> My wife looked at me like I was getting when I said, f and I got tired. <laughs> she thought I was getting ready to cuss. Hey, hey, I don't cuss. I just testified about that. God delivered me six months after I got saved. I had a bad mouth when I first got saved, but God delivered me from that. So filibustering, right? They filibustering and, and stuff. We need to get this stuff done because what we need to change is policy, right? You could do the uh, 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 defund the police and fire racist cops uh, models and, and phrases sound cute. They sound cute, but they're really not going to get the job done when we talk about what we need. Because if you have one police officer out there that's working, that one officer, the main thing, part of his duty is going to be harass young black men. As simple as that. I'm telling you. If they don't do nothing else, that's what they're going to do. And so you can defund them and cut them back all you want. It's not going to stop racism, right? You can talk about fire all racist cops. They'll just replace another one in there because why? The system is racist. Even if you bring all black police officers in there, if they have the this system that is set up to do what it's doing and doing what is what they designed it to do, you're going to have the same thing. So you got to change policy. So I have DeAndre Cooper here with us, um, a young man that's, that's trying to get his life together. You know, just to give you a little background on him, you know, um, I'm, he's one of the young men that I mentor and work with uh, in the community. He was caught up in the Justice for SD33 uh, with, with uh, Aaron Harvey and all of them. When they got caught up in that, he went to prison uh, and he just caught up, got caught up on the 82.5 right he didn't commit any crimes he didn't do anything wrong or anything like that he was just simply caught up on uh the the 80 the 182.5 and they sentenced him uh to three years in prison for that right he got three years for prison for that because he made a plea bargain because he was stressed out his dad died while he was locked up his mom was stressed out so he pleaded like 90 percent over 90 percent of people do plead when they're innocent so he got out of, he got out of prison and um uh, got out and, 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 and he was out for a couple of years, but then he got caught up in some other stuff where he had a gun at, at his house and somebody said he told he had a gun. It wasn't hurt nobody, just protect himself. But because now he has a felony for a crime he didn't commit, he can't legally go get a gun. So how is you going to protect yourself? So, so he got, he, he pleaded, he manned it up. He took responsibility. He went and did his time. He got out last year, released into a halfway house and, and, and so on. And um, I've been following him all the way through, and since he's been out and things like that, the brother trying to, you know, we all struggle and try to do, you know, do the right thing, but the brother, young brother, trying to get his life together, and for sure he don't need 
police adding this adding on to them. They should be trying to help uh, strengthen, build the community, not tear it down the way they've done. So that's a little background about DeAndre Cooper. But one of the things that I want to share with you, uh, or I want him to share with you, is what happened last night. And so, DeAndre, if you could just, you know, start at the beginning of what happened. And if I want to ask a question or something like that, or somebody have a question, so Carol, make sure you uh, 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 catch the question so that we can answer their questions as we're going along. But I want DeAndre to hear from his own mouth to tell us what, when this, when this happened, uh, where you were, and what happened. So about 6.45 last night on my mother's street where I live at, I parked my motorcycle where I had my cousin follow me to do that. I got in his car as a passenger, she drive rider, and went four houses down from my house where there's a stop sign at. The officer was sitting somewhere hidden, supposedly say we didn't make a complete stop at the stop sign. So he followed us for two blocks from where he's seen us not stop at the stop sign, supposedly. <laughs> right. And when we pulled over after he hit the lights, we pulled over, and the first question he asked is, were we trying to evade him? And I said, how will we, we be trying to evade you if we pulled over? Mm-hmm. And then he say, I say, well, what did you pull us over anyway for anyway? Mm-hmm. And he says, well, you ran a stop sign on Layton and Jamie. I said, we didn't run a stop sign on Layton and Jamie, and I live on Layton and Jamie. So she, he said, well, you rolled through it. You didn't make a complete stop. So that goes from collecting IDs to him coming back to the car, no longer talking about the stop sign that was rolled through. Now it is how long you been out on the felony you, you had. I told her I've been out over a year now with no police contact, and I'm on good condition with my PO. So where's the ticket or the warning? Thank you. And he said, we have to wait for backup. And I said, what will we have to wait for backup for? Because we're blocked in, for one. We can't get out of here. And we're still sitting in the car, and all you need to be doing is writing a ticket. That's right. So he walked away from the car. He waited for backup. Backup came. And when backup came, he immediately pointed to my door and said, get him out. He's a fourth waiver. He knows the procedure. So the officer walks up in my car. He says, you know the procedure? I said, I don't know this procedure. So he said, get out, faced the car door, took everything out of my pants, pockets. Um, they, let, they made me leave my phone and wallet on the front seat. They handcuffed me. At the same time, they handcuffed my little cousin is 20 years old, college student full-time worker and never been to jail a day in his life thank you regardless of juvenile hall county he's never been arrested period he's never been in trouble and he was driving he and it's, it's his car yes he was driving his car he just bought last week look at that so he's out in handcuffs as well we're both sitting on the front of the police car i'm telling them he shouldn't even be in cuffs and there's no re there's no need for us to be both in cuffs if, if all we did was run a stop sign. Right. So that goes from an hour and a half waiting on them, going through my phone, and trying to get in contact with my um, AB109 officer, which never answered, and nobody from his department ever answered. Did they tell you why they wanted to, why they call your probation officer? From a traffic stop to calling somebody's probation officer, and this is typical, and this ain't the first time this happened to DeAndre either. Yeah. Remember that, too. This has been happening all my life. That's why I'm tired of it. Thank you. Did they say why, though? Uh, um. So I said, um, what's the holdup after about two hours? Went by? I said, 
now what's the hold up now? Mm-hmm. What, what is taking so long as of now? And he says, well, since we're both new to the force and we don't have any uh, say-so on what, uh, uh, like, with them wrapping up a fourth waiver uh, compliance check, they said they, they would have to be a sergeant to do that. So a traffic, it stopped from a traffic stop. Hear me now, y'all. This is where we get, uh, our, our young black men get treated every day in our community. This is probably happening right now to somebody. No, for real. Right? Right now. And uh, they're saying they stopped from a traffic stop, right, mm-hmm. to a compliance check. How? What in the world? You see how corrupt and polluted yeah, the system is? how did y'all change all that? <laughs> you just went from, oh, he ran a roller stop sign to, man, we need your PO now. We need to go raid your house. And so long, So let me get back on, yeah, on, there you on, go. on track. So that goes for them waiting another 45 minutes onto the hour and a half we already were out there waiting. Now the uh, conclusion is we need to wait for the sergeant to come for him to tell us what to do now. And what's the sergeant's name that came? Brian Sanders. Brian Sanders, Sergeant of Southeastern Division. Yeah. Uh, he's just as crooked. He needs to be dealt with, too. Yeah, him and his whole team. His whole team. How many officers was it all together? I think maybe about six or seven. Six or seven. Lord have mercy. Now, now I, I'm going to let you go finish, but I just want to say this. We're supposed to be on stay-at-home orders, COVID-19 lockdown, right? Stay, stay home, stay safe, right? And they out there doing this kind of mess mm-hmm. during this time, right? Mm-hmm. Lord have mercy. Go and, ahead. And before he, let me go back. Before he pulled us over, when we went off a block away from where he got behind us at, he mm-hmm. couldn't he couldn't turn out with us. Mm-hmm. So he had to catch up to us. He made it a responsibility for him. He made he made it he made sure he caught up to us to pull us over. Mm-hmm. And he didn't get directly in back of us when he caught up to us. He went straight to the side of us. Wow. Looked in our car, seen it was two black men, mm-hmm. slowed down, got back behind us. Look at that. And hit the lights. He made sure he pulled us over. He caught up to us a whole block later. He's beat traffic to catch, to get all the way on the side of us to get back behind us and pull us over. Didn't know who he was. Didn't know he was on probation or anything like me. that. But that's what they do. So, so DeAndre. So 45 minutes, add on, uh, that's an additional 45 to the hour and a half I've been sitting on the hood. Which I've been telling them, my wrist is hurting, my back hurts, the, my, my uh, butt is hot from this seat, I mean from this hood, hood. and I can't see because mm-hmm. the lights from the police cars all, all around me, mm-hmm. I can't see past the cars. All I could see, I couldn't even see if people was watching mm-hmm. because uh, the, 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 it was blinding me from all the police lights that they had shining right in my face. Uh-huh. So I was like, this is just humiliating, man. And remind you, my son is there. He's three months old, and I'm telling him, I'm here to just put my baby in one other car and take him to my mom. That's your son was in the car with you when they did all this? He met me there. He, oh, okay. He was in one car. And another we were, car. Yeah. Okay, got you. Okay. But we were only going two blocks from my house. Wow. So you just you guys interfered with what I had going on with my three month old baby. Exactly. And I've been and the baby stayed there for the whole time I was there as well. Wow. Sitting in the car seat, screaming and crying and hollering mm-hmm. while the police officer that's watching over us while the other one who pulled us over is trying to call anybody to let me go. Supposedly mm-hmm. this officer has the nerve to tell me to shut my mouth and don't wow. and don't that's what they do. And don't scream or holler through the parking lot that they stopped me in and, and stopped my day and what right. I was doing and about my kid and telling me, don't talk to my kid. Right. So 
that goes from the sergeant coming over to them wanting to go to though this is how crooked they are as well my mom kept calling my phone trying to see why two hours uh, three hours to get why it took three hours to get down the street and back uh-huh that i was supposed to just go get my three-month-old son and come right back mm-hmm. so three hours have went by they weren't allowing me to answer my phone i told them somebody has to answer my phone mm-hmm. before the officer allowed me to answer my phone he told me specifically you don't have to tell your mom you're detained we're gonna let you go he wanted to keep that on the hush so he lied he lied he wanted me to lie to my mom as well and say he should be fired yeah he wanted you don't have to say that you're detained we're gonna let you go <laughs> so right when we got off the phone and they had confirmed that my mother was home they came up with a play of let's go raid the house so they went into who's at the house how many people live there wow so a simple traffic stop turns mm-hmm. into sitting outside on the front of a hood for two hours mm-hmm. waiting on a sergeant for 45 more minutes and now yeah. we're just gonna go raid the house so we're gonna waste more time and remind you the kid's still crying it's getting dark now i ain't eight and i'm just i'm getting now i'm getting kidnapped exactly now i'm not leaving back in the car that i was pulled over in. i'm going with the police now we're going back to my house without my son, and I'm going cuffed, and they're going to go raid my house mm-hmm. for nothing. Exactly. And, and wasting taxpayer dollars, right? Yeah. This is all a waste of taxpayer dollars money. You know yep. what I mean? Yep. And so I understand when they say defund, but you got to change some policies here. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, DeAndre. So when we hang up from my mom, and they come up with the plan of wanting to go raid the house, they let my little cousin out. Because now my son is really screaming, crying, going crazy Mm -hmm. in the car seat. Mm -hmm. So they let him go, and they put me in the back of the police car, and they went to pull off. I told my cousin, I I told the police officer who was transporting me to the house to please roll down the window a little bit so I could tell my cousin something. When he rolled down the window, I told him that... um, to call my mom and let my mom know that the police are trying to sneak in and raid the house. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. rolled the window up. He got his little attitude, and he warned the cops that were in front of him that um, the mom is now being warned. So they're all crooked. Trust me. Lord, Lord, Lord. This is crooked business. Yes. I witnessed it last night. This is crooked yes. of them. So they all rushed to the house. Luckily, my mom was sitting right in the driveway, garage <laughs> door open. She met the police officers. They didn't want to let her come to the car to talk to me. All she was worried about was where I was at and where her grandson, which is my son, was at, and Mm -hmm. why are they here and what are you looking for? Right. They said they wanted to look for firearms. My mom said, why are y'all looking for firearms? Right. And they just said, we just just want to see if he has a firearm. So... Y'all heard that, right? Yeah. They looked at, they went and looked into his record and saw what his record was. He's not doing anything suspicious or anything. It ain't, they ain't nothing gang banging, get ready to go down. He's not caught up. I can understand, you know, if probation got caught up because he was caught up into something they got to investigate, right? There's probable cause. There was no probable cause to search his car, to search him, to detain him, and do a compliance check and then go to his house. There was no probable cause. So keep that in mind. No probable cause because we want to end these consent searches. They shouldn't even be asking, can we search your car if you don't have a probable cause? Yeah. Go ahead, DeAndre. So from there, when they when they get to the house, my mom is telling them, y'all all are not going in my house. Mm-hmm. 
There's no and, and where's his PO at? Why is just SDPD here? Mm-hmm. What did he do for you guys to be bringing him back here mm-hmm. to raid my house? Mm-hmm. I could see if his parole or probation officer was at this door with you guys and y'all and he brung y'all. Mm-hmm. But why are y'all bringing my son Cuff back to the house where he just left to go get his son? What did he do? Mm-hmm. They had no explanation of what I did and why they brought me back because all they kept saying was he's just a fourth he's a fourth waiver. He's a fourth waiver, and we just want to know if he has a gun here. Remind you, I told him over an hour while I was sitting on the hood, I don't have nothing in the house. Right. They didn't want to take my word. My word meant nothing to them all night. That's right. You know, um, a few of my relatives came down to the shopping center, and I told them, look at this. This looks like I'm in trouble. This looks like I did something. The officer said, just turn around and hide the cuffs. Turn around and hide the cuffs means nothing when I'm – Hands are still behind my back, and the lights are all around me, and I'm sitting here next to you. Right. That doesn't – you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So um, I told the officer that stayed with me at the front. He wanted to roll me up in the car, turn the AC. I said, no, leave the windows rolled down. You don't have to roll me up. And mm-hmm. if you can, this is my house. I could sit in my house cuffed up while you raid my house like a compliance check goes. Mm-hmm. If probation comes to my house, I'm not going to go to their car and sit in the car cuff. Mm-hmm. I'll go sit right there on the couch, uncuff, and sit right there. And wait for them yeah. to get done. So I see it was all kidnapping and abuse to me. Yeah. yeah. So the officer that stayed with me, he said, oh, this, is, this shouldn't take no longer than 10 minutes. So one thing I did, I said, well, what time is it? Mm-hmm. It was 9.03. Uh-huh. I had already been pulled over since 6.35. Wow. Couple hours, yeah. Uh, now two it's, hours and a half. Now yeah. it's nine oh three. They didn't let me out the back of that police car till nine fifty eight. Another hour, three and a half hours altogether. And I sat in my mom's driveway in the police car while they raided my house, which they told me was going to take ten minutes. Mm-hmm. They flipped the whole house up, which AB one oh nine don't do either, right? Because they only are allowed to go to. What I have access to. I told them I have one room. Mm-hmm. I have one room. And they, they they raided three rooms. The fourth room was my mom's room, which was locked. She wouldn't allow them to get in there. Mm-hmm. She locked her room up. But the three rooms that didn't have doors locked through, they raided the rooms. Drawers were taken off of dressers. Everything outside in the drawers were on the ground. Uh, clothes were snatched off hangers. <laughs> Shoes were piled up on top of each other, all in the closet. My baby's everything is all scattered everywhere. So they just basically came in my house, did disrespected they, it. Did they place everything back where it belonged? No, we just got done doing that. That's just that's what took me so long. Did to you get here. did you take pictures of that? I did, and I was so mad. <laughs> that's another thing. I I, said, I forgot to take the pictures. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that would been that's been very good. But you know, we have your word here, and um, your mom as a witness. Yeah, you know. So, um. 45 more minutes go by or whatever. Now they come to the house and they say, well, whose bike is this in the garage? My mom said, this is my, that's his bike. He said, well, how did he get money to purchase this bike? My mom said, well, his check stubs are laying all in the house. He has a job. Why and why can't he have a bike? Right. Why is this too much for my son to have? Thank you. And they couldn't get in the bags. They were open. They just didn't know how to get in the bags. (laughs) Of the motorcycle. Right. Um, nothing's in there but the registration. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter if they got in it or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, my Mercedes is in the shop. So since they knew I had a Mercedes, maybe from previous paperwork, maybe it's from them watching social media, I don't know, but they kept bringing up the Mercedes. And they say, 
where's your Mercedes at? And I kept saying, it's in the shop. Well, when did you take it to the shop? I said, I took it to the shop today. Well, what is, uh, what's wrong with it? I said, it's just minor little pieces and stuff that I'm, that I had ordered because I'm mm-hmm. giving it to my mom. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a little, um, stuff fixed on it. You know what I mean? And, right. And it's true though. Mm-hmm. Passengers side door don't want to stay closed sometimes. So I was, mm-hmm. I'm getting that. I mean, it's just, it does, it really didn't matter what I was doing with my car. I didn't get caught up in my car. My car wasn't there when they raided the house. And what is it all, what does it all matter? They're mad because they can't find anything. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the problem. They're like, no, we gotta find we didn't yeah. waste all this time. We gotta yeah. we know that he we got him on something. Right. He's black, you know, he got a record. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get him on something. Mm-hmm. And and look, uh, uh everyone, this is a typical this is something mild and typical compared to what is really going on out there you know um uh, it's, it's fortunate enough that that um deandre knew some of his rights his mom knew the rights and things like that but even knowing their rights it was still violated right it was st- his rights were still violated he was still dehumanized yeah. he was he was treated like he didn't matter and 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 they just walked trampled upon his constitutional rights you don't lose your you don't use your rights as a citizen just because you have a record you know and and that's the way they treated him. Well, how in the world the, the law, the Supreme Court said that you can hold a person for an investigation for about 20 minutes, right, when you stop them. They held him way longer than that. And then when they get this compliance thing, compliance check thing, probation, when they come to your house, they don't uh, uh, do a compliance check like that. And who hired the police? Now, they get, they probably get funding and get money for doing compliance checks and things like that. But most time it's organized with probation. But this is completely ridiculous, right? And this is in Southeastern Division. Captain Harrow, I think it's Captain Harrow or Harrow uh, 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 is the captain of that district. But this goes all the way up to Chief Nislai. And not so much them as individuals and, and getting them, but the system needs to be changed, right? And 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 uh, what you end up having is the San Diego Police Officer Association. They're fighting against us trying to end pretext stops, right? Uh, DeAndre, is there anything else you want to say before I get into the um, uh, what what we calling for? Um, yeah, I just um, I just wanted to say like they showed me um, the, the 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 distance they will go out of their way last night because when it was all said and done and they finally let me out the police car. The last thing to do was just uncuff me and let me go. They kept saying, "Let's try to still get in his phone. <laughs> where's the car at? That's where's the shop at that the car is taken to? Wow. And how can we find it? And where? And and um, will 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 you be able to direct us straight there so we can see the car? And, mm-hmm. and all this was just adding. It just didn't add up to how I got in contact with them. The contact was because we rode through a stop sign. Exactly. So we've been sitting out here trying to get in contact with a PO. We've been out here dealing with my screaming baby. Y'all done raided my house. Now y'all looking for my car. And remind, they wanted to go in my mom's car last night. Um, I had another car there last night, but I didn't have the key. And they flashing the light all through there. They see a, a male pair of shoes there. They asked, was that my pair of shoes? I said, no. They still wanted to see inside the car. And that car is not registered to me. It just went to see how far they can just break yes. their own laws that they proclaim to follow. Right. How are you going to just go in somebody else's car that's not even mine? Right. That would be breaking it in on you. That's right. Without a search warrant or anything. You know? That ain't my car. I exactly. can't even tell you to go in the car because it ain't my car. Right. Right. So <laughs> they just showed me so much last night so quick. Like, mm-hmm. it ain't nothing changed. If anything, it's getting worse. Because that's right. 
I can go back as far as when I was 12 years old, 13 years old. The only difference is instead of sitting you on the curb, they sit you on the hood. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing different last night that I could see that wasn't the same protocol or whatever they call it, procedure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Only thing different was I didn't sit on the curb. Mm-hmm. Y'all set me on a hot hood mm-hmm. for two hours. How, not let, how about just let you sit in your car unhandcuffed until they finish doing what they need to do? Man. They shouldn't even took it the far as they did take it, you know, but. And I told them, as, I told the officer with that stayed with me while they raided my house, I said, you're different from me, huh? And he said, why you say that? I said, because I wouldn't have been able to stop you from you doing what you do every day of your life, like mm-hmm. take care of your kids. Right. You get up and make it to work on time. Right. Or you go get your wife something to eat. Right. Or you go out to go pay your bills. I wouldn't be able to come out of nowhere of what I was doing and stop you from doing that and and, and hold you for however long I wanted to. Mm-hmm. And it didn't matter. I said, what if this was an emergency like people have in life? What if this was my son being sick and we needed to take him to the hospital? Right. What if this was my mom, which has really been in and out the hospital right. all month? Uh-huh. What if this was her? What if my family needed me? Right. None of that matters right now because I rode a stop sign. Well, I was in a car that rode a stop sign. Remind you, I wasn't driving. Exactly. So all this has something, to, nothing to do with me. <laughs> That's but crazy. But it was man. made out to do with me because of uh, a, a, a file that's on their computer. Mm-hmm. A record to me ain't nothing but mistakes that everybody has once made. Mm-hmm. That's right. And I know I have a lot of them. Yeah, that's just know. mistakes. I don't. I don't care what you call it. A felony, miss me. It's all a mistake mm-hmm. at the end of the day. That's right. That's right. So. They think they're better than me because we didn't make the same mistakes. But they've made mistakes, too. That's right. They made some last yeah, night, yeah, yesterday. Yeah, but they're better people than us to them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know I mean? Absolutely. My Absolutely. mom, my kids, none of that mattered. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. That's, the way they, that's the way they see it. Yep. That's no, the way they see it. None of that mattered last night. Yep. And it still don't. And it's crazy because my mom just cried to me before I came over here. She says, I never think stuff that I see on these movies that they – are putting out about these racist cops like the uh, the Queen and Slim and mm-hmm. I never think that that kind of stuff is out here happening to my son. Mm-hmm. And it is. Yeah. And it is. They don't deal with that though. They don't yeah. go through that. They kids don't go through that. Mm-hmm. They don't feel us. That's right. They only hear us. That's right. That's, and that's part of the problem, right? Is that they don't they they don't see you as you could possibly be their son. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They don't see it that way. They see you as a criminal crook. They see you uh, through the, the, the racist system, the way the system has trained and taught them to see you. Right? And, and, and and if they and if they want people like me and where I come from to be completely honest, mm-hmm. they make it even harder for us to transition. Because I say that because it's only two transitions. You're either doing good or bad. Right. They call themselves being the good people, mm-hmm. and they call us the bad people, mm-hmm. and they would rather respect us being how they are. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to be like somebody we don't trust. Right? How right. do you expect us to want to be more like y'all and good citizens that y'all proclaim to be? Mm-hmm. If we can't even bond together, we don't have trust together. We don't. Mm-hmm. I really don't like y'all. Mm-hmm. And 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 we've made y'all made it like that. I didn't grow up not liking y'all. Y'all made us. As I grew up, not like y'all. That's right. That's you right. Know? That's right. And like what happened yesterday. Yeah. You know. And and and, and that added more fuel to the fire because I ain't been pulled over in so long that I ain't worried about the police. <laughs> but y'all just re-sparked so much mm-hmm. uh, anger that I've stored away in my life that I didn't even know I had stored anymore. It just was brought back to life. Yeah. Because of the years. Yep. I allowed it as a teenager. I allowed it growing up mm-hmm. because 
I was living like that. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm no longer living like that, it's unfair That's for right. me. You're not allowing me to change. Mm-hmm. I haven't did nothing. Right. Before I got caught with that gun, I still didn't do nothing. That's I didn't right. even the gun was never even shot. That's it was right. Never used. That's right. It was a brand new gun that was mm-hmm. even even put together. Mm-hmm. But that's another story. Right. It's just a simple. It's just me trying to explain to them that y'all are making it harder for people that y'all say y'all want to change and y'all the community that y'all want better. It's gonna always be like this mm-hmm. if y'all don't stop treating people the way y'all treating people. Mm-hmm. Cause little do they know you can only push so somebody so far before they no longer care yes right. i woke up this morning off a few hours of sleep i ain't, didn't go to sleep last night because i was so mad mm-hmm. the inner the anger and energy that i got right now if i wasn't in the transition of changing for the person i want to be not y'all mm-hmm. i would match the energy mm-hmm. that you guys have towards us the hatred that you guys cover up through you guys saying y'all just the police or the uh, you, know, you guys are enforcing peace on the community. Mm-hmm. That's all a cover of or the hatred you guys have That's for it. us. Yeah. Yep. So if I can really, if I wasn't in the route and the and, and the path I'm living and, and going for right now, mm-hmm. it's people out here every day fighting with themselves on not giving up on their family and what they should be here for mm-hmm. and, and just going all in on the police. Because mm-hmm. it's people like me right now that I have so much dislike towards the police that I'm almost willing to do whatever I have to do to prove to any police officer in this world mm-hmm. that thinks black, black lives don't matter, mm-hmm. I will prove to you at any drastic measure mm-hmm. that it does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Amen. Amen. And, and you know, and, and what happened, is, what I really want everyone to see and understand and hear here is that what happened to Andre... It's just a drop in a bucket. They're doing this all the time, every day. Every day. And and there are people that's not like, you know, DeAndre called me this morning because he, he you know, I, I mentor him. You know, we, we stay connected and so on. So he knows the work that I do in the community. So he knew how to reach out, right, to say, okay, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm angry. It's okay to be angry because that's a part of our emotions. Uh, Jesus got angry, but he let that anger move him to righteousness. And when they, when, when they had the issue with the... Um, when they had, when they, hey, Barbara, turn it back again. Hey, hey, how you doing? <laughs> All right. <laughs> how y'all doing? And, and, and so uh, 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 when Jesus was angry because he asked, is it, is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath day? And they, they didn't say nothing because they wanted to catch him to do something so they can accuse him of something. So he got angry with them. But that anger moved him to do the right thing, right? And he healed the man. He said, stretch out your hand, and his hand was healed. So we can be angry, but the Bible says, be angry and sin not, and do not let the sun go down while you're still angry. So you got to channel that energy in a positive way, channel that energy in a productive way, channel that energy in a way that's going to be effective, that's going to be right in the sight of God. And so this is what uh, DeAndre is doing right now because he's connected, right? But there's a lot of young brothers that's not connected like that and don't know what to do and so frustrated, right? Then the police wonder why when they see a person get on a high-speed chase and don't pull over. They they run when they see the police. Oh, there the police go the other way. It's not that they're doing anything wrong. They're tired of being harassed. They're tired of going through the stuff that DeAndre went through. Go ahead, DeAndre. And I'd like to cut you off. But no, go ahead. Last night, I thought about one of my homeboys when it was all said and done. I ain't seen him since 2013. And we this is when it was just how it is today. Mm-hmm. We were getting pulled over every day for nothing. Walk mm. to the liquor store. That took hour or two because you're going to get pulled over just to go to the liquor <laughs> store. 
One of my homeboys, he said, I'm so tired of the police, bro. Next time any one of them pull me over, I'm a pa- I'm packing my gun for now and I'm going to shoot one of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he did. He did it a week later. Mm-hmm. I remember you told me about that. And that's all I could think about sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, y'all make people so mad and, 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 and just yeah so yeah. angry with y'all because y'all dehumanizing us y'all making us feel like we are not the same people right right exactly. why do we have to feel any different when you pull up on the side of me mm-hmm. or you get on the back of me i shouldn't care that you're in the back of me mm-hmm. i shouldn't have to feel like i'm a criminal if i ain't doing no criminal activity exactly exactly y'all make us feel guilty for being black yep exactly <laughs> you know who's a uh, uh, ice cube that said my my skin is my sins that's <laughs> you know? great and i can't yeah. help that though yeah. like you couldn't help you was caucasian or mm-hmm. mexican mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. can't help that that's right i i can't help my mama didn't raise me in la jolla mm-hmm. i'm sorry that i'm from southeast san diego mm-hmm. you don't have to apologize you know for that no, <laughs> i hear what you're saying because we all grew up on southeast san diego it made me feel like that's what they yeah, want exactly. to come out i hear what you're saying that that I'm sorry for being black. I'm mm-hmm. sorry that I grew up next mm-hmm. to a gang member. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You know? Exactly. I'm sorry that you wanted to be a cop. <laughs> but it, it just goes, it, it makes me sad because it's yeah. like, man, yeah. I know so many people besides that one homeboy of mine did the same thing from just being tired of cops. Yeah. Everybody out here that's riding around with a gun ain't riding around in a gun because they got an enemy. They riding around because they got that police after them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that, you know what I mean? Yep. And I, hey, I, you know, look, I, I come up in a different era than you, but it's the same thing, yeah. right? And I, I got homeboys that shot the police, knocked them out, did different things. Tired of them. Because they were tired. Not because I mean, we're criminals. Yeah, yeah. We're tired of y'all. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, anything else? Um, Really just the only thing from, I'm just thankful that, I, I'm really thankful that I'm in the, uh, the, the the space up here that I am right now, and not in the space that I was in a few years ago. Because Amen. I wouldn't Amen. have made no call to you this morning. Amen. Um, it was a thought in my mind this morning to get up and go on the run for no mm-hmm. reason, mm-hmm. and that's the pressure that's applied on me for me doing nothing. Right. And right. that's just what I'm. That that was me wanting to feel like I had my own back. They feel because I feel so against. Right. I feel like I'm being. Uh, targeted for no reason. So in order for me to feel like I have to have my own back, mm-hmm. I almost did what I was felt like I like I almost did what I was used to back then. Right. Like run away from the police and but I ain't did nothing wrong. Mm-hmm. So I, to where I, I'm just going over everything within myself today. Like, don't run. Don't get as mad as you want to be. Mm-hmm. Um. Take it to a level to where they gotta have answers for me. That's, That's where right. I'm at right now. That's right. Because. That's right. I'm not going to – and this could be considered small to some people. It's it could not, be considered small not, to this me. This is big to me. <laughs> but to me and what I've been through, this is yeah. big to me because yeah, it, absolutely. I'm over it. Mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. 15, 16, 17-year-old mm-hmm. no man, more. Tell them how old you are. Yeah, I'm 26. Thank but I got you. a 10-year-old son right now that will be 15 in five years that I don't want this happening to. That's like right. Like last night I had a three-month-old that the police cared nothing about. Not one time did any of them police officers walk over to the car to say, is the little dude all right? As a – is he hungry? Does he need to get his diaper changed? Well, damn, let somebody just come get the baby. Right. Not any, not not one time. That didn't matter. What oh. mattered is was we can't get a hold of his PO. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just want to go raid his house. Mm-hmm. And they're not even thinking about from the perspective like, man, this dude, he's a father. You know. He got his let, baby right he now. Got his ba- and, and 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 from the perspective like, why you want to lock him up? Why you want to find something to lock him up for? Why don't you? You you have no probable cause. You didn't see. Just let him go. Don't even go that far, man. It shows that they don't care. We got. 
police serving our community that don't, don't care. care. They do not care. And and the bottom line is this police officer was somewhere on his street, somewhere on his street, and, and that's not community-oriented policing. Either you were there waiting on him to stop him, or if you're there just waiting for something, you should know your community. You should know who lives on that street. You should know DeAndre Cooper and Barbary. You should know these folks because that's where they live. They've been living there for years, and, and you should know that, right? You should, if, if you're doing community-oriented policing, you should build building those positive relationships. And that's why I'm not as radical as some people, but I understand why the radicals are saying we don't even want the police in our community. Just get them out. You're Just get them out. Defund them. Get rid of the police department. Period. We'll find another way to deal with crime or whatever else we're dealing with because we're tired of this. I clearly understand why they say that because look what's happening. I feel like look that what's happening. all my life. Yeah. I ain't never, not one time, and I've seen things that I should have called the police for that I've never called the police about. Mm-hmm. I've seen people, I've seen women get beat by men. I've put myself in the police shoes and went tried to defuse right. things and said, I've never once relied on the police. And that's just from the connection we don't have. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I don't even feel right. I almost turned around yesterday when the lights went on and I almost drove back to my house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then that would have made it worse even then. They, they, it didn't yeah. matter what yeah. could have been exactly. made worse because nothing happened and it was still made to the worst it could have went to. They that's went true. as far that's as they true. could. That's true. That's true. Because <laughs> they still search out. <laughs> That's that's crazy, man. That is crazy. That is crazy. You know, uh, if you think of anything else, let me know. But I'm gonna go ahead and say this um, in regards to protect. You know, um, uh, like I said at the beginning, uh, we're we're trying to get an ordinance passed in the city of San Diego to where that the police department can't do what they did to DeAndre and what is happening not only to young black men because I've talked to Latinos, same thing is happening. I talked to Asians, same thing is happening. But it's happening on a way worse scale than black for black people, right? Uh, a way worse scale, a uh, higher scale on it. Uh, it's happening more more times. And so protect, as I said at the beginning, is preventing over-policing through equitable community treatment. If you could stop somebody on a pretext stop, you got too much time on your hand. Mm-hmm. You got too much time on your hand if you could stop a person for a pretext stop and waste tax dollars with all these police officers being there for three hours and then and then going to his house and so on, you're wasting taxpayer dollars. We need to find out how much money did they waste on that, right? And they need to be fined or something. That need to go to DeAndre and his, his parents for the trouble that they went through. Yeah. And so protect what what uh, protect will require is number one, and this <laughs> and this is very important, right? Because that's why we're trying to push this. Protect. Protect will require police officers to have probable cause to 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 stop or detain anyone. That means a crime had to be committed. Something had to be done more than just a traffic stop, right? They shouldn't be stopping people for petty stuff like that. A crime had to be and and when they talk when we say have probable cause to stop and detain, this includes fourth waiver people on probation or parole who have waived some of their fourth amendment rights just to get out and be free. It includes them. And then we also ask them that require probable cause for searches and stops, not consent searches. A lot of times they say, can we search your car? We don't even want you to ask them if you could search their car. Don't search their car unless you have a probable cause to search their car, right? And then uh, third, prohibit officers from questioning people, like they was questioning you guys, about any offenses beyond the offense for which they were stopped unless the officer had probable cause. So all it should have been about is running that stop sign if that's what it did and give him a ticket or say, hey, I'm just giving you one at a time and let him go. That's where it should have stopped and ended. And then number four, 
hold and and this is where we get into and this is why i tag monica montgomery i don't know if she's on i'm sorry council member monica montgomery council member georgette i tag and i tag matthew because uh that's todd Gloria's office i couldn't find baba Bree, uh so i couldn't or todd Gloria's because they're going to be future mayors one of them going to be future mayor so i wanted to bring them on too because i want you uh, uh, monica doesn't have to because she's a champion for the community and what we're doing but these other folks gonna have to go on record do they support pretext stops or not we need to know where you stand because we tired of our young black men and women, but it's happening more to young black men. What's happening, what happened to DeAndre, we are tired of it happening in our community. What happened to him last night as he shared a story with me, it was like if it happened to me. And then I have to go and relive all the trauma and everything that I've been through as a young black man, the things that I faced with the police officers and so on. So I know these things are true. And, and just like DeAndre, we have seen even worse things than this. So we know, you know, how the system work and operate, right? So they need to be held accountable if they violate the ordinance that we pass on protect. And, 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 and they need to be fired. Uh, charges need to be brought against them. They need to go to jail. If you if I break the law, you're gonna put me in jail. Put them in jail, uh, or 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 write them or find them a lot of money and then give it to the family for the one that you harass. So we need to do that. And 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 I'll close with this unless DeAndre has something else he want to say. Police should only stop and search individuals if there's a public safety reason to do so. We know this ordinance will help stop unfair uh, profiling of individuals like what happened to DeAndre. Uh, and, and in New York City, when the stop and frisk policy was ended, stops of black and Latino indivi individuals dropped significantly in 2017, and the city also experienced a reduction in crime that year. So you can't, you can't uh, equivalate a crime to stops. You know what I'm saying? You, you probably stop nine people before you get one person that might have a doobie in the ashtray. You know, and, and uh, some minor offense or what have you. And I'm done, and Andre can close us out. I know you have something else to say, so I'm going to let no, you close I, us out. I just, uh, I just thinking about how, how, <laughs> how they wanted to know about every tattoo I had, and I told them it was in every system they can think of, and they just kept on. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I, it's starting to be funny now. Uh, it's starting, you know, when you calm down, you could, re you could see everything, how it happened. Like, uh huh. Say, wow, man. Yeah, like y'all would go to any level or just wherever it takes what yeah. do they teach all these trainees to never give up right, <laughs> right. no they do <laughs> they teach them to never and they're always wrong if he's black he's wrong mm -hmm. if he's black he's lying mm -hmm. if he's black you don't trust him if mm -hmm. he's black you gotta take him to jail mm -hmm. we don't and that's what they want him do. a mile from his house take him back to his house raid his house find something in there and take him to jail take him to jail they don't couldn't care. find anything though <laughs> And that's probably what they left upset, probably angry about that, right? Because they couldn't find anything. So, so Chief Niss, like, <laughs> I don't know what you're doing with your department. I, I know you inherited a lot of this stuff, but you came up in the system since the 90s and whatever. And so you're a part of this corrupt system, too. Uh, Captain Harrell, if I'm saying your name right, of Southeastern Division, uh, 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 there's some accountability there, too, because these weren't gang units or special operations. These were regular patrol. And, you know, I was given a special, I was given a regular patrol pass, right? Skyline Drive. They're, Skyline they're Drive. Yeah. Skyline Drive. I was giving them a pass, right? I was saying, no, we only, uh, black men only dealing with this with the gang units, special operation units, special units. We no. Thought. But this was. <laughs> we thought. They all crooked. This, this is patrol. This is regular patrol, man. So, so we got a problem with SDPD all together and so uh, uh thank you if you're listening uh, uh council member uh, uh monica montgomery 
I'll, if Perry's story is on, you know, you can share the story, because I did tag you too. I'm calling on Georgia through the president of the city council. Stop filibustering. I'm speaking for myself, for God, and for Shafat Outreach, not for the coalition of police accountability and transfer to CPAT. I'm a part of that coalition, but I'm speaking for me. I'm speaking for God. I'm speaking for Shafat Outreach. Yeah, and I'm speaking for DeAndre, but DeAndre is speaking for himself right here now. And so, and, and I, so I'm calling on jo uh, Council Member Georgia, President Georgette, please get this bill moving, this ordinance passed. We need to get it passed, let's get it going. I know you got your the little legal procedures we gotta go through, but expedite it, because we are tired of this. Yeah. And we want this done before the next mayor get in. And that's why I tried to tag the mayors, because I want the mayors to know also, whoever gonna be mayor, or what have you, we need you to go on record. You can't, there's no sweeping this under the cover, I don't care who you are on the carpet, I don't care who you are, you, got, you need to come public. Do you support pretext stops and the way DeAndre was treated or not? You, if, if you do, then we, we, we need to not vote you in there. If right. you don't, I mean, if you don't, we don't need to uh, uh, vote you in there. But if you do support, if you do support ending pre-tech stops, then we need to hear that so people can know what kind of mayor we're getting, right? Because this is wrong the way DeAndre was treated, right? And that's why I want to get this on as soon as possible, why it's still hot, why he's still feeling the, the, the vein running through his, running, feel the anger and the heat running through his veins, <laughs> you know, and, and get it out there. And we're not done because we most definitely going to call accountability tomorrow. We're going to be dealing with police department. We're going to be dealing with all this, oh, the, whatever process we have to go through, even with probation. We're going to, uh, we got to get to them too and find out what's going on. Cause we got, we, we want to bring an end to this kind of stuff. This has got to stop. Okay. All right. Thank you, um, uh, brother DeAndre for coming on with us and sharing your story. Thank you. Thank you all for who are viewing on live stream, Facebook, and all of you guys that's on this, listening to this podcast, it's time to move to action. All right, thank you for being on Slow Motion with Bishop Bowser, and God bless you until the next episode and the next time we live stream.